Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, before we do get into today's first story, there's a couple of warnings I'm going to give you. You can skip the story if you feel that you need to. Totally up to you. It contains fertility issues, abortion, and a traumatic and premature birth as well. So, as always, feel free if you want to skip it, and let's crack on with it. This is from a throwaway account titled, I, 26 female, am pregnant after a fertility struggle, slash being told I may never get pregnant. My husband, 42 male, just admitted to having an affair and getting someone else pregnant. Not sure what to do. My husband and I got married three years ago. When I was a teenager, I was told that due to medical complications, I may never be able to have children. But after two years of trying infertility treatments, I'm now halfway through my pregnancy with our miracle baby. Unfortunately, because of some complications, I had to cut back my hours at work. It's very physical. My husband offered to pick up more hours to compensate, so he's been working a lot more in the past two months and coming home later. I couldn't see that anything was amiss. Things were the same as they've always been. He always brings home flowers, food, things for the baby, coffee. He's always sending me thoughtful and loving texts through the day. The gaps where he was unreachable were explainable. But this morning he sat me down and gave me news that rocked me. He told me he's been having an affair for the past six weeks and that his affair partner just found out that she's pregnant. He says that if she decides to keep the baby, she's going to raise it by herself and that they mutually agreed to end the relationship already. He wants to make things right. I don't know how things can ever be right again. He just wants to move on from what he is calling his transgression. How do I ever forgive him? How do you deal with the unthinkable? How do I learn to live with the idea that my child's sibling might be out there somewhere someday? Most importantly, how do I learn to move on like... He wants me to edit I have an ob appointment for unrelated medical reasons tomorrow at which i will make sure to request extensive testing i have plans to meet with a lawyer on monday i'm talking to my sister to see if i can stay with her my relationships with much of my family are fractures but i have a pretty positive relationship with her i will not be seeking other options other than having my baby due to being pretty far along and haven't been told in the past that I would not conceive. Regardless of what my husband has done, I love my child. Edit 2. I saw my album Friday and will hopefully have some test results, fingers crossed for all negative, within the next few days. I will meet the lawyer tomorrow and go from there. My sister advised me to stay in the house that my husband and I co-own until I talk to a lawyer. This has been such an emotionally harrowing time for me. He's acting like everything is normal. All I want to do is sleep. I keep telling myself it'll be over soon. 
I always find that wild that, you know, you have to stay in the house with someone that's cheated on you because of, you know, the legal ramifications that could come if you don't. I, I just find that insane in itself. And it's one of those situations where I'm like, you ask, how do you move on from it? I know myself, I just wouldn't be able to do that. As it all comes down to trust and how do you build that back up afterwards? Uh, like, I, I think in my mind, I would always be, is that person going to do it again? Where are they now? What are they doing? And like I always say, I know there is people that's moved through infidelity. We've seen stories of it in the past. And, you know, if that's what they can do, they can absolutely do that. But I just know for myself that I wouldn't be able to. And another question that popped into my mind, did he only stop because she got pregnant? It sounded like it was going to continue if that didn't happen, you know. He just had to finally step up and admit to it because she is pregnant. And at some point, things are going to change massively let's not forget about the fact that he's willing to just walk away from this other baby just like that by the sounds of it he says he's gonna she's gonna raise it by herself but his wife 10 which is a commenter says it sounds like he has no remorse and the only reason the affair ended was because she got pregnant how could you possibly trust a man like him it sounds like he is minimizing his affair if she keeps the baby they still work together i highly doubt they will completely cut things off she'll be in his life from now on are you okay with that? I miss crazy Lenny replies that saying that's exactly the only reason he admitted it. Because he won't be able to hide the baby from OP. If they do shared custody, visits, paying child support, or if she just shows up at their door for whatever reason. If they hadn't conceived, the affair would still be ongoing and kept secret. Hell, it's probably going to continue anyway. Time to lawyer up and split. Ballerina Klutz says, how can I move on? And then says, I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to get past it. Cheating once would be enough for me to leave forever. He's already trying to gaslight you by downplaying it as a transgression. Even worse, that he wasn't using protection with her. He risked you getting AIDS, hepatitis, cancerous HPV, and about a hundred other diseases. You risked it even more because your immune system is worse when you were pregnant. That asshole put you and your baby's lives at risk to get his dick wet. Let that sink in. That's not forgivable to me. Cheating is abuse. I guarantee this isn't the only selfish or abusive thing he's done. I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't his first affair. It's the first one he got caught. He was still bringing flowers home, like a sociopath with no conscience. There's a reason that when there's a 15 plus year age gap, the divorce rate is up to 95%. Was she even younger than you? Also, I'm sorry you're going through this. No one deserves to be treated like this ever. You need to gather up your evidence and get ready to leave. Even if it's after the baby is born, you need to have the provider run every STI test possibly can and as soon as they can, get you in. There are many diseases that can hurt the baby in utero. A couple of comments which OP responds to. So Little Panda Toy says, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be okay having a baby with a man who just abandoned one. OP says, I keep coming back to this. It sounds like she's on the fence about the pregnancy, which ultimately is 100% her choice. But the ease with which he's willing to take the stance of just forgetting the whole thing happened is hard for me. I'm more than halfway through my pregnancy. 23 weeks, so I'm in a different position. Loving Info says, was thinking the exact thing. I'm not getting that he has any fear of losing you. Why? Either he thinks you're easy to control or not that bright, or desperate to stay his wife. Which is it? Why isn't he begging you to stay with him? Why does he feel you'll just go along with forgetting that he's cheated on you? OP says, 
I think he knows that my initial reaction was going to be that yes, we could fix this or that I would agree to make things right. I think that he knows I have so much invested emotionally in this relationship. It's my first real love. My first, well, everything really. And that I'm more likely to fight for what we have than to give it up. Even I'm surprised at how conflicted I feel. So around 17 days or so later, OP comes in with an update and says where to begin. First off, the other woman decided to terminate her pregnancy, which was confirmed to me by her. Talking to her was really weird and didn't answer a lot of questions that I had for her. This is a person who knows me and has met me a number of times and I just don't get it. The motivations on both sides don't make any sense to me. and I don't know if they ever will. It helped to learn there was no romantic feelings, but it was still confusing, especially since I perceive my husband and I to have a healthy sex life as often as four to six times per week. I don't really get what's fun or exciting about leaving the boundaries of your marriage. We are in therapy, separately and together. Going separately has helped me to sort out a lot of my own feelings, but I think that going together is essential one way or another as well. He has been cooperative and participatory in therapy. I'm hopeful that we can figure at least some things out. We had a lot of conversations about why it won't be easy for me to just forgive this and why I need answers and changes in behavior and I do feel like I've been hurt. Divorce is not completely off the table but it's a hard situation to be in, especially in a vulnerable state like being pregnant. I've consulted with a lawyer and made my parameters clear to him but for right now I want to try and work things out. I know this isn't the update that a lot of people probably hoped for but for me I think it's the right choice. Thank you for all the words of encouragement, advice, and perspective. I definitely took a lot of things to heart and will remember them for a long time. It's very appreciated. Edit. I want to make clear, since some people seem confused, divorce is not off the table. What is off the table right now is trying to make a decision that will affect my life greatly when I'm already in an extremely vulnerable and physical mental position. Without making an attempt at healing both on my own and with him, even if we end up divorced in the end, allowing myself time means that things have a higher chance of being amiable and easier for all of us, especially our child. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A month to that date, OP added another update, which was titled, His Affairs Ruined Everything. Six months ago, my life was the best it has ever been. My husband and I just found out that we were pregnant after... IVF. Our relationship seemed happy and strong as it ever has, just absolutely on top of the world. 
I found out he had an affair in mid-October, whereas a fair partner had gotten pregnant as well. The affair partner terminated the pregnancy and I was prepared to work through things with him, even just to end up divorcing amicably. Then I found out that shortly before we married, he had another affair that I never found out about previously. I was devastated beyond devastation. He said some things to me that I will never forget or be able to forgive. I went into preterm labor at 26 weeks, which they were able to stop. But after four weeks, I'm still having a lot of complications and I may have to deliver the baby early. My husband has been nasty and uncooperative since we fought. He hasn't come to see me in the hospital even once in four weeks. My life was incredible before all of this, slash before I knew about all of this. I wish I could go back to that. Edit, I am doing okay. I'm still pregnant, 33 weeks and still in hospital, watching a lot of mindless TV and doing a lot of cross-stitch projects. We are not together. I've spoken to lawyers, so I thought it was pretty clear when I said he said things I'd never be able to forgive. But it is the internet, I guess. Grieving my old life doesn't mean I think it will come back. Contrary to the belief of some people, I'm not an idiot. Man, and that is just absolutely incredibly sad. I know he's talking about grieving their old life and that life was the best it ever was back then. I just can't help but feel that, you know, in the background, this husband was going out and sleeping with other people, having an affair. So it all just feels kind of like, like it was a lie. And obviously we don't know what he said, but it sounds like it was pretty horrific. And Opie said he's just been nasty and uncooperative since we fought. After he has made all these mistakes, I just find that the mindset of this guy is just absolutely fucking awful. There must have been a point where he was completely different because Opie obviously fell in love with him and said that they had this perfect life. But again, it just it just pops into my head like he was it was completely a lie and that and that he was just hiding his true self all this time and i gotta say in i know it, it wouldn't be easy for op to hear but I'm, I'm glad that they're not getting back with this person i'm sure they're going to be a lot happier without them it's probably going to be difficult it's probably going to take some time but lean on whatever support systems you can around you and obviously listen to your lawyers with all that sort of stuff with divorce and child support and various things like that and make sure you do claim that as well but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story now this story does come with an update as well it's from imaginary frog which says today i fucked up by sending a handmade gift to a person that does the same craft as me but a hundred times better Ooh, some crafting drama. Long story short, I took part in a secret Santa event created by a fan site I follow. Basically, online strangers who like the same artist exchange Christmas cards and slash or small gifts. So my first response was to include a couple of accessories and jewelry I made myself that were inspired by the artists we both like, as well as some sweets, scented candles and beauty products. Now, here's the thing. Yesterday, they got the package, found me online and saw they also make jewelry. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. But then I started scrolling through their profile. Turns out they make one of the most elegant, classy, gorgeous pieces I've seen so far. And my work, well, 
It doesn't look trash straight out of a garbage can, but it's definitely much more colorful, casual, and well, in comparison, it looks like a rainbow fart <laughs> made by a 10-year-old kid. I'm so ashamed I'm thinking about deleting the profiles where I post my work. There's no way in hell they ever do anything with the stuff I sent other than throwing it in the drawer or give it to some kid in the family. I feel really stupid for not buying something actually nice because what on earth was I thinking? That someone will go, wow, that's cute. I was full of myself and too confident in my skills and I learned my lesson the hard way. Now, for me, I don't know how you guys feel about this kind of thing, but regardless of what I've received, I've received handmade items in, in the past. And the first thought that always goes into my mind, I'm always like really made up because someone's taken their time to make this for me, you know, getting all teary-eyed just thinking about that. What I tell you, I, I cry at anything these days, but the thought of someone taking their time, putting their love into something, you know, crafting it with their hands regardless of what it is regardless of what it looks like in the end i'm always absolutely made up by that one of the things that i've got in my office hung up is attached to the wall is when i was when we first around sort of like started the channel and the waffle gang started appearing a couple of my younger family members done me a couple of pictures around christmas time and I was absolutely made up that they put the thought into it as well including the waffle gang in it as it just, it just, it, oh, I, I, I'm lost for words in how amazing it is when people craft stuff. I'll add those pictures over on Twitter or fucking X, whatever it's called these days. At Mark Narrations, if you want to see them, of course. If I forget, just give me a nudge. <laughs> but Emmy is me says, I have a friend that makes hella amazing cross stitch pieces. I can make cross stitch pieces, but they're utterly boring compared to how clean she can do them and how interesting she can make them with or without a pattern. She still hung up the first one I ever gave her prominently in her home because even though she could have made one 10 times better, she didn't make this one and that's why she appreciates it. Just because she could have done it better doesn't mean she thinks it's worthless or less important to her. Entirely out of option says every real artist I know is just happy to find people who share their passion. They will appreciate your gift in a way others can't because they know what it takes to hone your craft. So OP does come in with her update and says, first off, thank you all for the replies. Second of all, holy cow, this thing blew up. I just wanted to add some more info and what my thoughts are after calling down and reading some of your comments. Some people were saying they must have loved the gift because they went out there to find me. I forgot to add this info, but it's kind of a thing for this particular event that you should guess who your secret Santa is and contact them after receiving your package. I know it doesn't make much sense, but it was put in place to make the event more integrating instead of just gift swapping. There was a lot of people suggesting I should ask for pointers and advice and, make, and it made me realize some things. I started to wonder what I could ask them to help me with and realized that there isn't that much. And it's mostly because while at the end of the process, we both end up making jewelry, we use very different mediums to achieve it. So I kind of went comparing apples to oranges. I use a lot more and less intricate wire wrapping and real minerals. And my work is more of a mix and match of different mediums like flowers, resin, glass beads, polymer clay, shrinking plastic sometimes, even embroidery. It's like throwing a stick of dynamite into arts and crafts aisle and hope for the best. <laughs> Could I learn wire wrapping from them? Absolutely, but I don't think it would really fit into my aesthetic at the moment. 
plus I realized I'm low-key learning 423 skills simultaneously while working a full-time job and that's why I feel like my progress is so ridiculously slow. The reason why I reacted so strongly to their work is probably the fact that I have a lot of people around who like my hobby only as a concept and I often hear comments like you'd be so great at it if you could make more mature and elegant pieces or you could make good money out of it if it wouldn't look so childish. My immediate family and friends are obviously very supportive especially my sister, but that's because for her, it means lifetime supply of free D&D dices. But every other person I know seems to brush off my work because it doesn't match their vision of what jewelry making should look like. And quite frankly, what I saw on that page was fitting it perfectly. I think the whole issue is just their negativity slowly getting to me, even though I really try to ignore comments like this. Once again, thank you all for the support, and I try to reply to as many comments as I can. And OP did share a picture of some of the jewelry that they crafted. And to me, I think that's pretty fucking amazing. I especially love those Pac-Man earrings. I mean, I don't think I'd wear them myself, but I'd certainly have them hung up somewhere because they are incredible. And I can just picture someone else wearing them and thinking, oh shit, that's cool as hell. And I think having your own sort of aesthetic in art and crafts is what it's all about. Bringing something new to the table is always good fun. So good on you, OP. Continue doing what you love. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. I know a lot of you folks are artsy and crafty as well. I like to get involved every once in a while. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. How would you feel in something like this? How would you feel about this? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.